0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: And we are back. We uh, we fixed the audio. We had a little bit of issue with the sound going on. If you can hear that popping in the background, okay, there were about 10,000 balloons in here tonight. And all those balloons are being uh, gotten rid of right sure. now, and they're being popped in the background. We have a bunch of chairs being folded up and pushed all over the place. All right, let's let's get back to the conversation about Gonzaga. How much, how much do you view their ceiling differently now than you did? maybe two weeks ago before the preseason, maybe after the Michigan State game? Because we've seen them now twice, yeah. two games, not look all that impressive. And,
2: and that's the difference, right? You, you kind of look at a team on paper and then you mm-hmm. see them, and especially when you see them in person like we did tonight, mm-hmm. and they just look kind of underwhelming. And I think Mark View would probably be the first one to admit that. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, again, they don't have that guy, that dynamic either score like Jalen Suggs was, or a Chet Holmgren Mm -hmm. that was just kind of a unicorn type. Drew Timmy is an unbelievable college basketball player, but he can't kind of do it alone. He's got to have a running mate, and I'm not sure who that running mate is. Julian Strother, you want him to be that guy, but that's not his game either. It kind of needs to be a guard, and that's where I think Nolan Hickman is the key. He came out, he made a couple of threes early, he hurt his ankle, and uh, I don't know how bad it was, but I think that's a concern coming out of here.
3: Yeah, a few said it was pretty banged up. Yeah. But I, the big thing about Chet last year, it, his ability to protect the rim and his ability to expa- to space oh, the floor offensively, yeah. like that gave Timmy room to operate and still t- 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 took care of a lot of Gonzaga's problems yeah. on the defensive end. So if guys are out playing the passing lanes, they got to run into Chet on the backside. They don't have that this year. That being said, I, I don't want to jump ship completely. Because the pieces are still there, not elite pieces like they've had. So I wouldn't put them in the national championship picture. But a top 20 team and potentially yeah. a second weekend team is yeah, fully
2: they're, in there. Full they're they're but really, that's a big difference from where we all have But They're, they're right. still a really,
1: really good basketball team. But the difference yeah. is they're that British instead of, so instead of being elite, instead of being the kind of team where we look at them and say, yes, they can go win 36 games this year. Yes, they have a chance to go win a national title. It's like, yeah, you know what? They might be able to win two or three games in March. If they get to a second weekend, that's a good se- good season for this group. 26-27 wins. Yeah, but, but the no expectations. That, they're they're going to get 20 wins in WCC play. And they're going to find it, a way. It to is, win but
2: it season. isn't because the expectations now are honestly like the Final Four. Mm. That's what they are. Let's be honest. If, if they get bounced in the Sweet 16, that's a disappointing year for Mark View and Gonzaga right now. That's the reality of
1: it. I, I, no, it, it. I I don't disagree but what i'm saying is that if it, it's the same thing as what we look at kind of with john calipari a little bit. i know i'm talking out of both sides of my mouth oh,
0: yeah,
1: uh, i'm gonna tell you about cal but if your expectation is final four of us no. if your expectation is if this team is not a top five team they're a disappointment then that's something where like you, you can't that's unfair to those programs to say that if you are not a top five team Every single year, win every single year, you're losing one undone. Again, I'm not saying it's fair. That's that's That's, the reality. That's that's unfair. And, And the other problem is this idea that just because Gonzaga, we talked about how good they were. We talked about their number one teams. We talked about potential undefeated season. Just because they only made it to two national title games and didn't win the title, just because they've only been to two of the last five final fours, that they're overrated or bust or like that 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 concept is ridiculous, right? They prove themselves as yeah. a the program, and if you're if your down years are top fifteen, top twenty seasons, that says everything you need to know about
2: how good they are. All right, so I'll say this, and I'll throw this back to you. You watched Gonzaga tonight. You saw Kentucky last night. They play each other Sunday. What do? You, and they're in Spokane. They're not at kennel but they're. At an arena, I think that holds about twelve thousand. That's five a couple miles away from campus. What do you think? The re- I mean, when you look at those two teams right now, don't you think there's a big disparity in their talent in terms? Of, and you think that Kentucky's more talented?
1: Far more talented. Yes, far I more agree. talented. I agree. And I don't know if I feel comfortable about saying Kentucky's going to win that game. They may not win. There's a lot of reasons we can get into that if you want to get into that, but. Yeah, it did. I I think that Home court advantage is a real thing in college We don't need to
3: discredit it And last year yeah, So like, was coaching, yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> so yeah. it's coaching. I'm going to let you have
1: that one I think that to put a bow in it T.O. Yeah. correct me if I'm wrong Gonzaga has a bunch Of guys that are good. Andrew Timmy And when you don't have a killer in the perimeter then it's very difficult to be a great college basketball team and a great basketball team, period. Because all you can do is what we've seen teams do to Timmy the last two games, collapse yep. everybody in. And he
3: ended up with a 18-9, and nine, and we thought they did a great job on him. And another thing you run into as well, when your guards aren't good and they're trapping Timmy in the post and he's having a hard time getting it out and they're not making shots, you are playing two against three, especially tonight yeah. And Tyrese Hunter and how good he was and how good that Texas shot the ball as a whole, 40% on the night or 39-9. Math is here or there everywhere. But that being said, you're playing twos against threes, and whenever there's not that extra guy, that guard that can really turn the game on his head with their speed, and a little bit of that was Texas too. So Texas, at the beginning of the game, Gonzaga was getting what they wanted in semi-break situations. Texas had some better offensive possessions, and then Texas could get back and set their defense, and then Texas was much better, right? Mm -hmm. Especially... We didn't talk much to Coach Beard about the defensive end. Those two guards that were really good on offense, like a lot of the reason they struggled to get it to Timmy was because of that ball pressure out on the perimeter. It you know
1: was crazy. Like they're, I don't think that they were that great on the defensive end. They forced some turnovers, and I don't some know. of it was just like sloppy. Play. There's some they, big bodies. There were, there were probably four or five turnovers in the first half. That was just Gonzaga swinging the ball and making a lazy pass, one pass away. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of that is. That's the style that Texas wants to play defensively. They're going to be, they're going to, they're going to overheld. They're going to force you baseline. It's the no middle defense, right? Once the ball gets on one side, they're doing everything they can to not let it get to the other side. They want you to drive to that baseline. They want you right. to drive to the guy that they're anticipating getting to the right spot. So a lot of it is the way that it's built. But I thought that Gonzaga, minus the the turnovers, was like good enough on that end if they're elite defense. But they're not only they're bad defensively. And if you're going to win, when you have those question marks defensively, you have to have to kill it. And down goes T.O.'s iPad. It's <laughs>
2: no concern for my feelings yes, there. No concern. For <laughs> All right, well, let's get, like T.O. said. No, no rim protection. No, also, it to it make up you. for some of it those, it you. you know, no,
1: you, no iPad protection either.
2: No iPad. No iPad protection. protection. All right, no.
1: let's let's talk about let's get back into a little bit of the Champions Classic stuff Go because on. we haven't really dived into too much of it right we had a little bit of a show last night we were at the end of a uh, a very long day a very long day, long, long very, long long day very long night um my i think my single biggest takeaway there is that it feels like coach cal is still coaching in 2005 oh, oh. is it wrong is that wrong to say? Like, I, I you've been saying that for two years, though. Yeah, this is not a new thing. Like the, the 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 offense that he runs is the same stuff that he was running when they had John Wall and Eric Bledsoe. What about the tweak, Michael? The <laughs> different tweak. Fuck it's tweak. tweak. Like, wow. there's there's no. At some point, you kind of have to say like, look, if everybody knows what we're running, we have to have guys that can go out and win every single battle one on one. And right now, the only guy that can win every single battle one on one for Kentucky is Oscar Sheppard. But the only thing that Cal can create for him, like we we see Bill Self do it all the time, right? What is he so good at? Scheming ways to get a a seven-footer to seal somebody, catch, turn, lay it in, catch, turn, dunk it, right? Why do you think David McCormick was so dominant? It wasn't because he was the greatest low-post player we've ever seen. He wasn't Tim Duncan out there. But in the national title game, all he had to do was seal someone, get an angle, catch it, and go score. right? Oscar Sheba wasn't doing that last night. He was catching it eight feet, ten feet away from the rim, and you have to go make a play. That's that's not. There's a reason we don't at do that. The are thing is like the dribble
3: drive is kind of tailor made. This little pitch back, if mm-hmm. they just reverse pivot, he seals. Like it's, mm-hmm. there's
2: a lot of little Ooh, creases that you can. You can insert he actually there. did seal early. A lot,
1: a lot of it was offensive rebound stuff too, and a lot of yeah, it was they drive. Got, and, they got him a couple drive and dump it all to him, but yeah. then Michigan State made adjustments. Yes. And you know what Kentucky yes. did?
2: Didn't make adjustments.
1: It's the same thing. Right. Look at right. what happened the last ten minutes. Like. Yeah. Kyle Tucker wrote a piece on this. And and he lists that you can find it on the athletic. He listed like every single melt that Kentucky has had over the course of like the last eight years. And that list is is long. Uncomfortably long. long. It's long. So I can understand why Kentucky fans are starting to get frustrated with that. I I, would not see building they blew a six-point lead to St. Peters in the second half. That's all I'm saying. I, I think That's this awesome.
2: team is different, all right? I, I think it's different for a couple reasons, Kaysom and I Wallace. think it's way too early, yes. Number one is Cason Wallace, who's an absolute stud. And, and, and again, can, on the defensive end, I was talking to Cal about it walking the bus last night. I said, when's the last time you had a, a, a guy defensively that was ready-made as a freshman? And it was probably Michael K. Gilchrist wow. at that position, Yeah, you know, a guard on the perimeter. and And Wallace is so much better – at managing the offense than I thought he'd be. You know, I, I didn't think that was that's what he was gonna be. And and you know what, he'll make enough threes. So I think Casey Wallace is number one and the shooters is number two. That's what he's got that he has not had multiple shooters in CJ Frederick and Antonio Reeves. He's gotta so, be better. He he's gotta be better. CJ's sure. He, sure. he, he no he doubt can't
3: go one for six and he's getting
2: him. He was off for out for a year though. He was that, out for a year. There's
3: a lot to be said there. That that is the ready-made like for him. everybody, everybody him. understands that a month in yep then cj Wallace in, shots, is okay yeah
2: oscar hasn't done anything basically for a month antonio reeves is tra- i mean i can make a lot of excuses for him i just think listen let's judge this kentucky team in january in february that's
1: fine and we keep saying that right right and right
2: I don't last think time, this team is like time, last year.
1: I, I just you judged them in January and February last year and then they lost in March. Right. But I think in, this in,
2: team, the the, the makeup of this team is far better in terms of being able to win in March around Oscar mm-hmm. than it was last year. That's what I would say. And case but of Wallace being so sort of like multidimensional in
3: his offensive yeah. approach, like yeah. he can bring it up for you, he can play off the ball more. Tai Tai was good. But I also thought like he needed the ball a lot. Yeah. And they didn't give it to him. And they didn't give it to him. So, therefore, he's playing where he's not most comfortable. Severe is playing. Severe Wheeler's playing with
2: guys that are more comfortable playing off the ball this year with CJ and. And uh, Toppin can, you know, he's better. And and you saw even Oscar make a 17 footer last night. I I don't want to see it a lot. I'm not saying I want to see it a lot. I'm saying, you know, Oscar Can't, went for 22 and 19 last and, and And again, he, he was and out it, a month. Unbelievable. And here's
1: the problem. Kentucky's best offense was miss so Oscar Sheway can go get it. That, that was their best offense down the stretch. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. No, you're so, right. You are right. You you're are right. right. Here, this, and we can get to Michigan State on this because I don't want to keep on the point of Kentucky. But if you go back and look in the second overtime, what what was Tom Izzo able to get? Two lobs yeah. to Matty Sissophan. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, to wide open law of Mari Sissoko. If you look at what he did at the end of regulation, he was able to create an uh an out of bounds under it where he got a slip dunk for Malik Hall. Look at the play at the end of the first overtime. Have you ever seen that before? Wow. That was like backyard football stuff. That styles. was unbelievable. And I think I think a lot of that was a great play by Malik Hall, but like I've never seen out of bounds to out of bounds and a back
3: screen on the <laughs> yes, backside. Like that. I haven't seen that.
2: No, you, you guys have never seen that. And out of
3: bounds. Yeah, I'm no, saying, I've seen the out of bounds, the out of bounds. Right. I haven't seen the back screen. Right, game, right. How he makes the first pass? Yeah, no, it's incredible because the incredible. clock is still going to inbound the ball when that happens. Yeah,
1: that that was that was. So let me ask you this: How has your perception changed of Michigan State?
2: Um, not that much. I gotta say, seeing them in person, I think they are what I thought they'd be. You know, like they they play two good <laughs> games, two tough games. They probably caught Kentucky at the right time. At the end of the day, I think if they play again in, in, in February, I think Kentucky beats their ass. I do. I think uh, you got two point guards and Hogard
3: and uh, Tyson Walker, who they're in the system for the second year now. Yeah. The biggest key for that team, though, is housing. You get a good housing. Yeah, sure. And, sure. And that flips the game on its head. You can extend out yeah. with your four man. Last yeah. year, he was so up and down with his production, you couldn't really trust him. But this season, if he's going to be more consistent, he's only bad game so far. Two out of the three he played the, inside, mm-hmm. and the one he played outside, he struggled. Which yeah. is,
2: there's a lot to be said for the wind out there. So I, I think, I mean, they're a little better than I thought they'd be.
1: Yeah. So I think the that the modest Sisoko is the big one. That was our big question mark. Like we kind of knew Malik Paul was going to have good and bad yeah. games. We knew that Joey Hauser he could shoot and put up nice shots. I think Sissoko is still going to be up and down this year. He, yeah, he might be. Right. But if he if he's a guy that averages ten and eight.
2: Oh, if he's, no. he's a lob that rolls to the rim, if he can give you eight and eight, eight and eight you you are of being I, lobs, I think. So yeah.
1: Well, no, I get it, but I think like you kind of have to raise the floor. He just, he just went toe to toe with Drew Timmy, yeah, yeah, and Oscar She yeah, and he didn't win, but like he was right up. You know, there. you know he what,
2: there, you know what, there was wasn't about him. There wasn't really anything in the scouting report for the most part. Fair in those games. Fair, yeah, maybe maybe second you, one a little what's your bit.
1: Scouting report now is basically what it was before. It's like, yeah, but he's going to be even a good know. defender. Didn't
3: he's even gonna, know.
2: He was going to block some shots. And, and, and the, the problem is results. too, he gets in foul trouble. And look at what is behind him. Yes, look at it, Jackson Kohler and, and the Cooper kid. I mean, I honestly, they might as well. Can I you out there, rather than can I give you? A, can, I, can, I give you a, can I give you a counterpoint?
1: Go ahead. He picked up his fourth foul with ten minutes left last night yeah. against the reigning national Agreed. player of the year.
2: Agreed, and and, and Oscar and was fading away.
1: And who was who was Duncan uh, at the end of the right. game? And who was on the bench? I'm with you. I just foul. don't
2: know if that's going to happen every night. Might not, it might, might not. But I'm just saying. No, like, he played I, his ass, I, ass I, off. To me, right now, they're better I, than we thought they were. Absolutely. Yes. But does it? Here's, and, the, and yeah. maybe with Tom Izzo. Yeah, could they be a second weekend team? Could they compete for one of the top three, three or four spots in in the Big Ten? Sure. They absolutely could. Can they? Can they go to a final four? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, Tommy. I mean, has done it. He's done it before with average talent. I
1: mean, everybody can make it to a final four. And if you just kind of think in right. a vacuum, right? I mean, the- they have a five man that can be a mismatch problem. They got a guy or uh, Malik Hall, a, a small ball five man that can be a mismatch problem. A guy that makes shots, two point guards, yeah, and Modest yeah. is soaking be bit Like, I can tell myself the story where they make a run in March. I think yeah. it's more likely like they're a one and done team. Right. Right, Maybe second weekend, but I think that where them and Gonzaga are right now yeah. makes a lot of sense that they play to one position. I again. like
3: Molly Hall too. I'm just a little biased towards him. I think he gives you somebody you can get the ball to if you need a shot to go up mm-hmm. and at least a decent look. I think he's a pretty good player. Joey Hauser, to me, though, he spaces that floor out Yeah, he's with all these maker. guards. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if Sissoko is truly the lob threat that he showed that he is, like you're able to put rim pressure in a lot of different ways. And if they're able to hit shots, Michigan State, like the toughness in the defense is going to be there. Yep. There's a lot to be said if they're making it. Back up big. Back up us
1: Let's talk Duke, Kansas. Real quick, What do you, are you worried about Duke? Because I came out of that game a little bit further down on Jeremy Roach than I was. and He's the only yeah, reason they
3: were in the game in the first half. Yeah,
1: I know, but also feeling a little bit better about Duke as a whole based on the fact that, like, okay, we saw flashes from Roach. But RC made a good point last night that he, it looked like he got tired by the end. He yeah. wasn't trying to get the rim. He was settling. But, like, seeing Philipowski do what he did, seeing Mark Mitchell be able to have the impact that he had. yeah, They're not going to be great offensively. I think that they will get better. And I just, I left there being like, hey, you know what? They can actually
2: guard and they can play Philipowski and Lively together, I think. There's a lot under Dariq Whitehead, in my opinion. There's a lot. Because when you look at that team last night, they're not overwhelming. They don't have that dude offensively at all. So, as we've talked about, John Shire saying we need to hang our hat on our defense, on our defense, on our defense, that's great. But you're going to need to be able to score the ball, too. And I just don't know where it's coming from. philipowski was able to do it because he was playing against, like, KJ Adams. He's got, like, four inches, four or five inches. You know, he, honestly, I mean, he was able to just get some offensive boards and you know, not I even breaking down. He, he also squared a dude up, dribbled to his left hand, yeah. went chest to chest with him and dunked on his face. He did. He did. He did. I just think like I said, Kansas up front is vulnerable right now. Yeah. They're That's not right. very good. Let's be honest. If if you're gonna be a, if you're Kyle Filipowski, you're looking at Kansas's front line last night and you're like, All right, right, I got this. I, I better get this. It's time to eat. Right, yeah, his ability to put
3: it on the deck and like in semi break and yeah. attack. No, he's shot against other Yeah, really, really good
1: front line. The way that uh, T O looked at that bowl of uh, gumbo. Gumbo,
2: same, same. <laughs> it was, it was going anyway. it. my bowl of gumbo. Yeah, yeah. I, I had yeah, <laughs> a Yeah, it was I really need, good. I need
1: a piece of that, see. Yeah, um, Kansas Grady Dick is really
2: the only shooter that they have. Right i, I think jalen can at times he did last night 07. 07. 07. No. i think can, can i throw an opinion in on
3: in on duke yeah i, I think yeah. the same thing oh no, go ahead
1: we're, we're here for a long time so i might as
3: well uh jeremy roach if he's able to get rid of the ball some and let somebody else handle some playmaking filipowski did a little bit but if whitehead's able to come in and add an additional dose of that i like the i like the roster Yeah, i like the makeup because of not just a talented freshman, because Lively's going to come along. He's going to be yep. better. Yep. Whitehead's going to come back from injury. But some of these guys, these older players they brought in to kind of right the ship and set all those guys down, I'm not mad at that stuff. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like they're going to get better as the year goes on. There's a lot going on in this building right a now. Lot a lot going on. There's a lot. But it, I, I feel confident in Duke. It Their, their best balls in the end of February, middle to end of fe- February, and then we'll see where they can go. Kansas, so I, I'm a fan of Jalen Wilson. Some of these things, like 0 for 7 from 3, he needs to hit some, You obviously. better be a fan of him because he's like their offense, right? Yeah, now. but he's able to get to spots. He makes some high-level reads. If he hits two of those threes, we're not saying anything.
1: Well, that, I made that point last night. Right. If he goes 2 for 7 from 3, instead of saying, like, ah, I have questions about him, what we're saying is, oh, yo, he's the new – like, he's the guy. He could be national player
2: of the year, I mean, he would have had 31-11 yeah, and five six. If assists, he made some of those. If right. he made two of those. Well, everything's mm-hmm. built on him. Because I mean, you look around, you're like, Dewan Harris can't really score. Kevin McCullough, limited offensively. He is what he is, right? Whether you put him at Texas tech or a Kansas, Well, that's that's my biggest issue. Right. Is how they're gonna get the is he wasn't making shots.
1: Dewan Harris, not I mean, really Grady Dick is gonna he, listen. But that's one guy. I know if Jalen know. Wilson isn't making shots, you don't have a five straight streak no. that can stretch it. No. Jalen Wilson isn't shooting. Dewan Harris, like, you're kind of okay with him taking uh, jumpers. Like Kevin McCullough, you're probably okay with him taking jumpers. Like, you can really right. just clog right. everything
2: yes. up. Yes, 100%. That's your biggest worry with Kansas. Where where are they going to score? All right. and, and and really off the bench even, like, who do they have that can go – you know, MJ Rice is hurt. What, what do they have in that? Pettiford? Pettiford's got to give you something. In that second unit, Bobby Pettiford's got to be like – a microwave type of yes, player. Yes, for one of those. Two.
1: Yeah. Or what you could do is just not play Grady Dick for the second half. Bring him in. Have Goodman tweet about him. And uh-huh. Then go for seven straight points. How quick was that? That was the that I I swear. Yeah. I want I want to root for Grady Dick. I want good things yeah. to happen yeah. to him, but not the ben. second that you yeah. tweeted. Boom! Right, Grady away. Dick hasn't taken a shot. No.
2: Yeah. He, he needs, needs to, be more to aggressive.
1: score. Yeah. For Kansas to win Boom. this game, Boom. three literally. Baskets. Then, then following yeah. possession, Grady Dick hits a three. The possession after that, he has the lob. And the possession after that, he has that floating. I just, wanted to
2: stand up. I, I just want to stand up on pressure. I just want to stand and, up. Be like, I told you, yeah. So. And I was like, like yeah. yeah.
1: The <laughs> last <laughs> thing we need is Goodman being right about like, like, stuff. <laughs> nobody needs that. Um, all right. So, uh, thirty seconds each on this. Pick one team from the Champions Classic that you're going all in on. And it, whether or not you
2: want that team over Texas. I mean, for me, it's easy. Kentucky. Over easy. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking Kentucky. I'm I'm, I'm playing the long game here and saying I love yeah. their pieces. Do I trust John Calipari with those pieces? I'm not sure. But, man, I, I'll take that I'm, roster. I'm glad I'm, I'm, glad I'm from you. No. I mean, um. listen, you, you don't have to convert me. The bottom line is if you're ranking the coaches we've seen, if I make oh, the you last a power apologists do you think that you're going to be able to get him on the phone again? <laughs> I
1: don't
2: know. All I know is, again, if you're if you're asking me to take a roster, I, I will take Kentucky's roster over anybody else's roster right now. I think their top eight is really good, and their bench even. And Chris Livingston hasn't really done anything yet, and I don't know what he's going to be. But I I like those top eight shooters, multiple point guards, bigs, different types of bigs multi-dimensional forwards. They've got everything you need.
3: I I like Duke's roster probably better than theirs, just from a pure talent perspective, and their ceiling towards the back end of the season. I think that's a big one. What John's going to be able to do with that team moving forward, we're learning a lot about Shire right now. And you know it's a different day and age in Duke basketball when they're called for two flopping
1: technicals.
3: (laughs) And I I could not believe what I was watching. They had six charges taken on them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And and that changes a lot. And he had a point on a couple of those. But that being said, I like that roster towards the end of the season. Right now, I don't like them better than Texas because those two guards up top with Carr and Tyrese Mm -hmm. Hunter, if they're playing like they did today – Guys, they're sealing.
1: So you're taking Texas over everyone we
3: saw
2: last night. That's a hard one. I mean, it, again, it's you're you're a prisoner your of the moment to right. some extent. And they played about as well as as a team can play this early in the season. I and Beard knew it. I mean, you heard him. He 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 knows that too. That he keep look, in mind he, Kansas. Looking, too, looking back that, so.
1: after talking with him this afternoon, yeah. we should have bet every single exactly. dollar. In the field of 60 baking uh, town on Texas uh, tonight. Yeah. Because he was he was calm, loose, cool, and collected. Loose. Yeah. Telling no jokes, doubt. telling no stories. Doubt. Um, I think that I'm still riding with Kansas. Wow. I think I'm still riding. They, with, I think I'm they, still riding uh, with they're Kansas. Gonna to the they're gonna have to win a lot
2: of games in the sixties. They're gonna have to win a lot of games in the sixties. I'm betting on Bill Self. Though. Me yeah, No, he, no. Well, listen, Here, here's, here's ever since saying. ever since Sean Miller. Said over and over and over last year, right? what do he say? Bill oh, Self best so, coach in the country.
1: He was he was kissing right, Bill Self's ass right. more than you yes, kissed Bill Self's ass. Yes, yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot yeah. of ass kissing. Um, but I mean, it's look, you combine Bill Self with the fact that I don't think that Jalen Wilson is an 0 for 7 three-point shooter. I think that he's a 35 right. to 37% three-point shooter. Um, I think Brady Dick will figure it out defensively, and I think Bill's gonna find a way to get one of those five men to be super effective by the end of the year. So I'll just I'll I'll bet on self.
3: My bet is on Ernest Uday, mm -hmm. Ernest Uday Jr.
1: Um, All right, so we're going to get out of here in a second because this beeping is giving me PTSD for my alarm clock in the morning, but (laughs) I want to end it with a toast of the night. I want everyone to do a cheers. Goodman, I'm going to let you talk about – talk your shit about Iowa there in just a minute. T.O., I'm going to you first with your toast of the night. Cheers to the Moody
3: Center. What a place. I've been to a lot of gyms and a lot of big-time basketball venues. The starting lineup – from everything that was happening with the screens and the the music was a little loud for my taste, but for the most part, (laughs) you're like, I'm getting older, but it was, I mean, what an incredible display of what they're capable of doing in today's day and age, because some of the pyrotechnics and some of the things they put up on the walls, I mean, it was truly unique. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean I would say cheers to to Chris Beard. Yeah. What he's built here. You'll do that later. In a short period of time. You'll do that later. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that later. No, but it's true. I mean, you think about it, like a lot of people question him when he left Texas Tech for Texas. Mm -hmm. Right? Texas, well, they don't have basketball fans. It's a it's a football school. Why would you go to Texas? You got it rolling at Texas Tech. You were a basket away from winning a national title. You are bringing in top twenty-five players, Hmm. McDonald's All-Americans. What the hell are you thinking? Now he is a Texas alum, but the reason why he came here is—is this right? It's this. It's Austin. It's he can still recruit really good players, better players. It's Nike School, right? It's a chance to consistently compete for a national title and a Final Four, not maybe a one-off where he knows, hey, I, I got it there. But it's going to be damn hard to keep it there. Mm-hmm.
1: You got anything to say about Iowa before we get out of here?
2: The Iowa Hawkeyes, baby. <laughs> they beat John Fannis' Seton Hall team. And I'm just going to say, like, I was right about Iowa. And I know oh, I man, was Man, you're right. on a roll. Tony That's Perkins. I Listen, I'm going to puff my, my chest out. I'm I like it. it. I'm, right I'm Look, with you. to take I'm, your victory
1: I'm, laps and you can get it. Man, man, it. Right, you do. You got to take your victory yeah, laps, Tony laps and Perkins. you can get
2: it. He's, He's a point guard. Like, we didn't know what they had. So the guys are for real uh, and they are the front runners to win the big 10 right now.
1: I, I, and, now look, and Chris Murray's the better Murray.
2: Chris Murray had a, had a game. Tonight. Deegan's hurt. Chris Murray had a big night tonight.
1: Um, I actually don't think that this is as crazy of a take as it
2: was. It's today. not.
1: It's not. It was after seeing them beat two, two by games by 40. Yeah.
2: But like, it's not it's now. Like, okay, but, but you're no, telling me you feel still. it a little bit now. You're not
1: totally in. They, they put up 83, yeah. On a Seton Hall team yeah. that is built around being Cuffs. tough, yeah. athletic, and switchable, and not letting you run any of the stuff that you want they to can run, they could score, man. And like they could score. They just they just yes. lit them up. Yes. They lit, They put eighty three on Seton Hall. Use their aggressiveness against them. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I, I I I am not ready to say that they are the favorite to win the okay. Big Ten. That's fair. But like, I don't think. I want to say anybody's the favorite to win the Big Ten. I, this feels right. like the kind of year in the but Big Ten where there's going to be four teams out awesome. of like
2: 13. It's going to be awesome. Big Ten's going to be fun. It's
1: going to be a slugfest right. every single night. Right. But I, I'm I'm with you there. Iowa's better than I thought that they were. Uh, Yeah, I still want to see what they can be defensively, but I do think that like having Tony Perkins at the point of of attack is a little bit different. All due respect, Jordan Bohan, I love you. You were awesome in college, putting signing your shoes and leaving them on the center of the court at Iowa State was one of the all-time greatest troll moves I've ever seen in Mm -hmm. sports history. But like, you couldn't stop TO. I don't even know if you could have stopped. Jeff could yeah, having say, having no. Tony Perkins out there a little bit of a different. I can story. get by
2: both. How how,
3: how how come I'm the standard for poor defenders? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because stop T.O.
3: Because, because you're the only one who, who the time your basketball.
1: basketball. Yeah, because TO came on this very show. I'm sorry, Shaka Smart came on this very show and tried to say that T.O. was a good defender <laughs> and he couldn't say it with a straight face. That's a good point. <laughs> I that couldn't he did. say it with a straight face. That he did. I'm going to give my toast right. to the swag. I haven't done my toast yeah, yet. About, oh, I like I'm going to give my I, toast tonight to the SWAC. Yeah, and here's what I'm going to say. I'm also – I'm going to share another toast with the Pac-12 because yeah. they – they no, no, seriously. They did the Pac-12 SWAC Legacy Series, which meant three of their programs went on the road to play what would – you would never see a right. power conference team do. But yeah, they Washington do it again. State lost. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> but Washington State yeah. lost to Texas Southern, and then Colorado lost at ramp Right. And we, I personally believe we need more stuff like that in college basketball. Back one, all of those, one it's that. a great cause to help raise awareness, to help They're raise funds for some HBCU yeah. programs that like need money. Yep. Um Two, I think it's awesome to see the high major programs go into some of these smaller venues and smaller buildings. Yep. And three, like I think it shows you one the value of home court advantage, like we had here tonight, and I think it shows you the importance of allowing the little guys. To be able to go out and do that, unfortunately, since it happened, since there were three losses, it backfired. It's going to completely torpedo the Pac-12 <laughs> chances of getting like a whole bunch of bids, and we're never going to see this again. The which, worst. It was awesome road. for a
0: year,
2: bad, but bad move all we people. got was Washington well, State taking a loss the,
1: by, 20. Well, by twenty. By the way, Purdue A and Shout out to you. You beat Washington State by twenty. Actually, I think it was eleven, but they were up by twenty. Whatever. Yeah. We're not about facts here. We're about sentiments.
2: All right, passion, I think it's time. Because, um, I don't know, I think Shoal Creek is calling our name.
1: Shoal Creek is calling our names. Right. So listen, this has been the Field of 68 After Dark, live from the Moody Center. We just watched Texas put it on Gonzaga. Thank you for being here with us. For Terrence Oglesby, for this guy, my name is Rob Dawson. We'll see you again tomorrow night.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.